This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. 95.1, the one station where our playlist goes on for days.
1970s were a turbulent, disparate era for music. From the blues-based bands of the early years to disco to punk, it is the era that was after rock and roll came of age and as a mature art form was now open to experimentation. Some of the experiments failed miserably, but others were so successful that they became the early set of blueprints for the 1980s when the music industry really learned how to turn rock and roll into a money-making machine. Punk rock was a direct reaction to the epic, overinflated, symphonic pieces of music that were happening in the world of prog rock and the extended, indulgent 30-minute jams that had become staples in so many live shows. Punk was simple music for the working-class masses, but punk quickly gained a reputation for being angry and violent, which was pretty scary to the middle-class audiences that bought most of the records. And then a new sound began to emerge. Punk music is fun to play and it's easy to play because it's rock and roll distilled down to its simplest, noisy essence. But to a talented musician and a gifted songwriter, it can also get pretty boring pretty quickly. As the masses were digesting the punk explosion, many of those bands were already drifting toward music that was more sophisticated. These bands were suddenly using minor chords and synthesizers. The sneering attitude remained, but the sound softened just a bit. The melodies came more to the front. The sound was still very different from anything anyone was playing in 1974, but it immediately started getting a lot of attention. By 1983, bands like U2, Echo and the Bunnymen, and the Psychedelic Furs, who had started out with great punk aspirations, soon found themselves wrapped up in image, record sales, and this new thing called MTV. But as with all movements, there was a space when the music really was the most important thing, and the sound that was being created was magic. And tonight, that's where we cast our focus. We are going to take a trip back to the four years that punk rock spent in college. Tonight, we look at that brief moment in time that produced the music they call New Wave. My name is Rich Larson. His name is Daniel G. Moyer. This is The Weekly List. Well, good evening, everybody. You're listening to AM 1080, 95 point, yeah, 95.1 FM, <laughs> KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us once again for another edition of The Weekly List. And I can't tell you folks how happy I am to be rejoined by my co I'm so happy that I actually put his name back put his name into the intro. I know I was like holy you, you, cow congratulations. I was like really touched. <laughs> you you've, uh, I've I've arrived. <laughs> you've been elevated. <laughs> We've doubled your salary here at the weekly list. Really? Well, there's no beer here. That's true. I forgot so, the beer this year. So, you know, you I've been a little busy this week. Yeah, I I get that. Been, I get it's that. Been a it's weird it's week. been a nutty week. Yeah. So, anyway, um Speaking of interesting weeks, though, um, before we get into yeah. the show, today is May 12th, 2021, and today the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its uh, 2021 uh, inductee class. That's right. All right, so I'm just going to read. Okay, you tell us uh, who gonna, got in. Who got in. And, and I'll, I'll say whether or not we gave them a thumbs up or not. No, it, I'm or, just gonna, I'm okay, just gonna just, read them all. Just read it, okay? Because honest to God, nobody cares if you and I were right or wrong. No I one, care. No, I'm, I'm pretty damn competitive. I, no, yeah, I know you are, but I don't care. I'm not keeping score. Okay, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's just come on. Okay, so here we go. Jay Z, Foo Fighters, The Go Go's, Carol King, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and if we were keeping score, I'd be perfect on that. 
God, you say that you're not competitive, and then all of a sudden you spike the ball. Uh, under the musical excellence uh, 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 recipients, we have LL Cool J, which is an interesting. Yeah. Billy Preston. Oh yeah. yeah. The great Randy Rhodes, which I'm Thank sure you. you're, I'm sure you're going to have something to say about that. Yes. <clears throat> and then under early influence inductees. Craftwork, which is a little weird. Interesting. Yeah. Gil Scott Heron, man. Hell yes. And the great blues man, Charlie Patton. Yeah. yeah. You got to go with so, that. So, I, uh, mean, I mean, yeah, I'm Charlie Patton belongs in the Hall of Fame. Oh, geez, so that, yeah. that's who's in. So, um, you know, let, let's just, let's just, I'm doing, tell go, us, go, about, tell go, us go, about, okay, okay, let's White do it. elephant, the elephant in the room. What shirt am I wearing tonight, Rich? A uh, shirt that, from a band that's not going into the Hall of Fame. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep, they're not. Iron Maiden didn't is, make it. You're so pleased, aren't you? Well, it, yeah, because the integrity of the Hall has remained... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've ripped on the Hall of Fame a lot. Well, so, and now you're boasting about one the less, integrity. There's one less chip in the integrity of the Hall of Fame oh, because Iron gosh. Maiden is not in. Look, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I promised that I would not bring that band up. I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard, and I'm not going to go into the cheap little things of well you know starting that whole fight again yeah but you wore the shirt just to well you're damn right well because you know otherwise and i'm not wearing look it's good that this is a visual or not a visual medium because otherwise i'd be in here well, without a shirt if on. this was if this was <laughs> that would be really if this bad was a visual medium no way either there's no way get yeah. the job yeah so. there's not a chance um hang on a second Okay, I'm back. He's so upset about Iron Maiden. He's got a, you know. Tell me about Randy Rhodes. Okay, Randy Rhodes, man. Um, this is exciting. This is this is awesome. Randy Rhodes is one of those guitarists that he he actually was the original guitarist in Quiet Riot. Yep. They put out two albums that only came out in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, they of course became big afterwards and stuff with uh, Metal Health and Bang Your Head and all that kind of stuff. Anyhow, he was a guitar teacher. Um, from California, and he wound up. Ozzy Osbourne's life was in a mess. He had gotten kicked out of out of Black Ozzy, Sabbath. Ozzy's life is usually a well, mess. yeah, but yeah. I mean, here's especially bad. How bad is it that you get kicked out of Black Sabbath? Yeah, he was a mess. He was a wash up, an absolute wash up. So he's starting to embark on a solo career, and the audition is out there for all of these guitarists and stuff. And so this kid, this literally a kid, comes in. How old was he? He was probably about 23, 24 okay. at the time. All right, all right. Um, anyhow, all he did was tune up. He was just warming up, just tuning up, and Ozzy Osbourne immediately went and said, you got the gig. Nice. And this was Randy <laughs> Rhodes. Um, the thing about Randy Rhodes is, in my mind, he's all about potential. He did two records with, with Ozzy Osbourne. The first one was Blizzard of Oz. Yep. And that one had Crazy Train and uh, Goodbye to Romance, which just crushed me. Yeah. Um, and then the second album was a little bit more rushed. It was Diary of a Madman. Okay. And that had Flying High again. Sure. But the thing about Randy which Rhodes... Which is a pretty ironic uh, title. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. The guy was just incredible, immaculate technique. Yeah. And he was, it was on the tour for Diary of, um, of a Madman. And it was March 19th, 1982. Yep. And so um, they had stopped, and their bus driver uh, had a pilot's license. And so was taking people up on this, you know, the light, light plane thing. 
Um, and so Randy Rhodes, who was not a fan of flying, yeah, um, decided in early morning um, that he would go along flying, and it was the 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 bus driver who was the pilot. It was Randy Rhodes, and it was the hairdresser on the tour. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of mishap. I think that they uh, were they were bu- the guy was buzzing buzzing Ozzy's bus, and then the the wing clipped the side of the bus yeah. and it rolled over and everybody was killed instantly. And so Randy Rhodes uh, died that yeah. day. Yeah. And the thing about Randy Rhodes is at the end of that tour, he was going to leave Ozzy Osbourne. He was going to take a hiatus. And what he was going to do was go- going to get his master's degree in classical guitar. Hmm. And when you hear his technique, which is flawless, absolutely flawless, um, he was beginning to view mixing classical music and hard rock guitar together in a way that nobody would have ever heard before. Hmm. So when I think of Randy Rhodes, I think about enormous possibility that the world was robbed of. Yeah, yeah. Incredible potential. Yeah. And, you know, I've got a photograph of Randy on my wall right above my guitar uh, setup where I practice mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and, yeah, he played the flying V with polka dots and stuff like that. But it Which was, is a stupid-looking guitar. It kind of is. Um, but that was just one of the ones that he played. Right. He, he also was really, he played a Les Paul a lot, yeah. um, which is a heavy, heavy, heavy guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you get a slouch yeah. on that. And he was and a little guy. He too. was very, very little. He was very, very slight. Um, there's very, very few video footage of him. Very little audio recording of his voice. He has a classical piece that's on Blizzard of Oz called D that was written for his mother, Dolores. Mm. And, that is one of the pieces that I always practice and warm up on acoustic guitar, and I love playing that. And there's a couple runs on that that, holy cow, they're so hard. Yeah, um, I'm able to play it pretty well now, but um, his execution is flawless. Yeah, and you hear something much greater than what was possible at the time. Right. So I imagine, like Hendrix, what would Hendrix have been doing right. if he were alive right. now? Right. What would Randy Rhodes have yeah. done? Yeah. I know that I wouldn't play the guitar the way that I do. Nobody would if Randy Rhodes was allowed to exist past March 19th. Right. You know. So okay. I okay. always honor him on that date and always have to listen to his music right. that day. So. so your guy Randy Rhodes is in. Uh, Thank you, God. We, we have to get on with the show. But real yeah. quick, I, there are a couple other people that I just want to give a huge thumbs up for. Todd Rundgren mm. is finally in the Hall of Fame, and we 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 have been you and I have carried this Todd Rundgren torch for, for like years, five years, right? Todd Rundgren belongs to the Hall of Fame. He's finally going in. Um, Tina Turner. Oh yes, and we we slighted her. We did. We, we had to do that uh, show on, on, that, on that original. Show. So we had to do an entire show just for Tina. And if I was kind of leaning towards putting Tina in the Hall of Fame before we did that show, when we were yeah. done with that show, it was like, oh. oh my god, that's a slam dunk. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No and doubt. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go, go back, go back and listen to that Tina Turner show. It's it's uh, the music is amazing. Yeah. And the stories are great. Um, you know, go goes. Okay, okay. A lot of women going in this I'm, year. I'm so psyched to see the Go-Go's in. Yep. I'm also especially psyched to see Carol King in. Right. Think about that. Carol King, Tina Turner. Yeah. Considering yeah. they're already in the Hall of Fame yeah. for yeah. you know with their prior yeah. partners, but to have them go in on their own, and yeah. deservedly so. So I was so excited to see Carol King. Me too. And the Go-Go's, yeah. man, that's yeah. validation. Yeah. I think that's great. And Gil Scott Heron. 
right? A guy that that uh, I've actually played on the weekly list a couple of times, but not nearly enough. Um, who was more poet yeah. than anything else, right? But Gil Scott Heron for the the uneducated is the guy who uh, wrote the revolution will be will will be, will not be televised. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's he's got another just amazing piece called Whitey's on the Moon that you gotta go, you gotta go check out. <laughs> I haven't out. heard that. Oh, it's it's scathing, man. It's, nice. It's, it's something. Yeah. And Gil Scott was that guy. He he was. Uh, he 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 called out the BS where he saw it, man, and it was and you know that's anyway. Great. Uh, so you know what this yeah. this time around, well done, yeah, rock and roll class. hall of fame. I'll, I mean, I'll give it. That's a good class. You know, you you, you you skipped over Kate Bush, and I I understand that Kate Bush probably really isn't a hall of famer. You skipped over Aaron, Iron Maiden; they are definitely not <laughs> hall of famers. But well, at least I got my little Randy Rhodes rant in. So I mean, and yeah, exactly. you know, and here's the thing: do yourself a favor, go out and listen to Blizzard of Oz. Go out and listen to Diary of a Madman. Um, just listen to the technique, the fluid uh, phrasing that he's got in his playing. It's you know beautiful. who else is in the Hall of Fame, Danny? What? The Cars. The Cars are. They're yeah. already in the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, they already are. They were the first uh, band that we heard tonight. Yes, they, they were. They, they did a song called Let's Go. I love that song. From the, from the classic new wave album, Candy O. Yeah. Which is, I think a lot of people remember Candy O just for it's the- for the uh, Vargas cover. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, um, we're doing a new wave show tonight. There is actually absolutely no reason to be doing a new wave show tonight. <laughs> like, there's no anniversary. I th- Like, the knack, there's an anniversary of the knack having formed right around this time. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both just dissed on yeah, the- Yeah, exactly. Hey, I love the song Good Girls Don't, though. I used to be I, in a I band, we do. used to play that song. I know you do. I love and that. And I'm, I'm, I'm all about My Sharona. In fact, I think that My Sharona is one of the songs that sort of is the- um, it, there's four songs that sort of bridge the gap, bridges the gap from from the '70s to the '80s. And My Sharon is one of them, but that's a story for another time. Um, I just have been wanting to do a new wave show for yeah. at least a year, and so we're just we're just doing this. Why time. not? Yeah. And part of the reason I wanted to do a new wave show is because I wanted to play "Let's Go" on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. All right. Yeah. And Box checked. Ben or Benjamin Orr, thank you oh. very much. Man, what a great voice. I mean, really. Yeah. Really, what a great, yeah, yeah. great voice. And gone way too soon, as, yeah. as was his uh, partner, Rick Okasik. Yeah. He just passed away a couple of years ago. Um, the Cars. Uh, I, I think that, you know, the Cars, to me, the Cars belong in the Hall of Fame for what they did within the new wave. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, 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 they brought new wave to the masses, right? I, I think you could probably make the case that, like, in the in like like the grand echelon of uh, or, or you know the great the great uh, what's the word I'm looking scheme for? of things. Well, that's fine. I was looking for something a little more dramatic, but what, oh, I, sorry. I'm a writer. I failed you. I, anyway, in the grand scheme of things, I think you'd make the case that the cars are they're hall of famers, but they're a second tier. Like they're not they're not well, Zeppelin. You, you know, because here's the thing, and you and I have had this argument before that I am not truly convinced. Truly, truly convinced that they had a perfect album. They did not. Yeah, and so I'm kind of I like to look for Although, a perfect record. I mean, you could go and say Billy Joel, The Stranger. Just about everybody will say that's a perfect album. It is. It, it, the Cars. Maybe you go a little bit with Heartbeat City. No, but I, not that, really. That, that first album is pre- the first one is pretty it's good. Their Moving best in album, stereo, and yeah, it, but... it's it's pretty close to perfect, especially when you add Phoebe Cates in. 
<laughs> Sorry. Fast times at Ridgemont. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. I can't believe you went there. Yeah, I went oh, there all right. Um, <laughs> I, I apologize. Anyway, um, but the cars. Okay, so that was the cars. So we have what we have to do here, though, is we have to sort of – New Wave is a pretty – big umbrella it's a catch-all it's, for it's, a lot of you and i are going to differ yeah. in what our definition of now, new wave is i when we put this together i put parameters on this yep. i said this has to be music that was recorded between 1978 and 1982 yep you know and and be, because if it was on the radio when i started listening to the radio when i was 12 <laughs> years old it's not new wave anymore i mean i i new wave predated me and it ended the day i started listening to the radio Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. See, and see, Rich, Rich controlled the thing, and I'm like, oh man, no. I, I came at New Wave from a different point of view. Um, well, and I, it, I, some of this is where we told, live. I haven't too, told at the time. you what my point of view okay, is. Okay, go yet. ahead. Tell okay. me your time. New Wave is um, punk rock. The attitude of punk, kind of like post punk, in that in that like post punk was was the attitude of post uh, of punk rock, but sort of um, applied to. Um, a certain brand of pop music with post-punk though. I think post-punk gets a little bit more solemn and depressing sometimes. I mean, you got bands like Bauhaus and Susie and the Banshee and another band that we're going to play a little bit later, mm. you know, the cure. I mean, it's, 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 it's a little more, you know, the I darker mean, side I mean, the of cure, themes. The, yeah. the, the cure's first big hit. What, uh, by the way, a song you cannot find anymore. Uh, uh, the first, their first big hit was, was killing an Arab. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it, it, there was a, there's a cynicism and a, uh, um, it was an Albert Camus book. Oh, well, yeah, it was the stranger, right? Yeah. Uh, the plague. No, no. I thought the book was no, the plague. No, it's, that's the stranger, my friend. Okay. Uh, I am the stranger killing an Arab. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Uh, right. Jeez. Um, no, but there's a, there's a, a nihilism to post-punk that, yes, that there is. new wave what I consider to be new wave does not have new wave is a little more energetic. It's got an edge, um, but there's a little more devil may care attitude in, in yeah. new wave. Okay. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The, um, the, th- for me, new wave, I grew up around this, this time period that we're talking about. I was in Virginia beach. Um, I do think that there's some cultural, um, regionalism that goes with a definition of new wave. Where I lived in Virginia Beach, there was a great rock radio station. I mean, there was a lot of Southern rock. You, you've and told like that. you've told us about it before. Yeah. So anyhow, what was it? What were the? What was it called? K ninety four. Yes. Um, you've got a bumper sticker for that radio station. Absolutely, I yeah. do, without a doubt. The thing about it, when I went to junior high, what radio station you listened to and what type of music was serious? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got beat up. <laughs> I I was one I was part of the rock factor, you did know you the, the rockers. No, I didn't. I, you know, come on, man. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I can't believe I can't ever see you beating somebody up. Ever. <laughs> so and, so anyhow, I was hanging out with the rocker crowd and stuff like that. But at the same time, there was there were two other groups there um, that were in my school. There was the surf punks and there were the surf Nazis. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious. That's what yeah. we. I was also really good friends with the surf punks mm-hmm. and the surf punks were the ones that were kind of like, I couldn't be too public about my friendship with the smoke, the, <laughs> the, the, the surf punks, but I love the music cause I right. love the Ramones and right. stuff like that. Anyhow, all the surf punks were the ones that became new waivers first. 
And it was the weird thing where you wore Vans. Remember those t- oh, yeah. shoes with the yeah, black yeah, and white yeah. checks? Speaking of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. yeah. And all of the surf punks that went into New Wave, I remember they all had short, spiky hair. Mm-hmm. And it always looked like it was wet. <laughs> I mean, all the time. And that was kind of the style. And I knew that I could never have that kind of short, spiky hair because, dude, I was a rock guy. Right. You know, I was one of the rock things. And if I had my hair like that, I would have gotten trashed out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did follow a lot of the code of the surf punks, you know, so that's the safety pin, stuff like that. And what that means. That means something in punk rock okay. code. Uh, okay, cool. Um, but so anyhow, New Wave, when that came in, there was a lot of, what's this? And one of the songs that really... I loved right from the beginning was Touch and Go by the Cars. Mm-hmm. That one sound, it, there was a certain catchiness to it. The new wave, I, I agree with you, it comes from a post punk, a post or a punk era thing, but it's a little bit brighter. It's a little yeah. bit happier. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about the police later on because Sting, especially around Zenyatta Mandata, you know, the 1980, don't stand so close to me, he was like the pin up poster child for what. Um, the perfect new wave singer looked like. I mean, perfect. And the lyrics were always a little bit more intelligent than, you know, some of the nihilistic stuff of the pistols. Really, think about the... There was a certain intelligence that mm-hmm. I think went with new wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it appealed. Okay. It appealed. Right. Okay. So we did last... Uh, back in December... You and I, I'm sorry, am I distracting you? No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> Mr. looking Mr. Moyer, up, do you I'm have something to share something... with the rest of the class? Uh, yes, I, I am looking You up don't here. believe me. It's The no, Stranger by Albert Camus. I, I'm looking it up. I cannot believe, oh, gee, okay. You know what? No. I am so tired of people not listening to me. Okay, yeah, the 1942 novel. Yeah! The Stranger, the Stranger. Okay, all right. I told you! You win. I suck. I read the book. So did I. Read I read The Plague, too. So. You know, congratulations. Albert Camus is a... He God was a, awful well, writer. yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, we did a show. <laughs> I can't believe you. Okay. I, I'll get over it. You're right. I'm wrong. Iron Maiden doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. I know. Okay. Okay. We did a show in December about CBGBs. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we kind of touched on some of these themes in that show and that we were focusing on bands that came out of CBGBs. Yeah. And... I'm not going to say CBGBs was ground zero for New Wave because I don't believe that's true. But a couple of the CBGB bands um, were huge contributors to the New Wave oh, movement. Oh, no doubt. And again, bands that might have started out with some you know punk ethos but had, had sort of got bored with punk and went some different directions. Like, there's no way in hell Talking Heads was ever going to just remain no. any kind of just... You know, no, no. I mean, too too they, smart, too sophisticated, way, and I mean, you want to talk yeah. about a good lyrical thought process? Yeah. They, they're not going to come yeah. up with An- stupid stuff. But another band that was not going to be able to just stick there uh, was Blondie, no doubt. And Debbie Harry was the queen of new wave music. But man. she also, the whole band also had their their punk stuff. I still one. I remember yeah. as a kid seeing a photograph of her. Sitting with Joey Ramone, right? And for me, that was like Joey Ramone's kind of like a a string bean kind of yeah. nerdy looking yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm a string bean nerdy looking guy. <laughs> you know, I'm like you're, you're not as tall as Joey Ramone. No, shut that. up. But well, no, but, Joey but, Ramone was was no, he was, was way tall. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, he's he's buddies with Debbie Harry. Maybe I could be buddies <laughs> with somebody like Debbie Harry too, because you know I know the p- picture you're talking about, but I, I actually the picture I, I love is the one of uh, her and Iggy Pop. 
at CBD. Oh, that's also yeah. pretty good yeah. too. Anyway, yeah. um, so uh, by their third album, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, what was what was Parallel Lines? That was their I think, third album. I think that right? was their third because okay. it was. I mean, Heart yeah. of Glass is a, is a is is a phenomenal uh, new wave song in that it combines your basic standard rock and roll with disco. Yeah. And, and like it's this cool ass mashup. That, yeah. That, that, but uh, we're not going to play your heart of class. You can go find that by yourself. <laughs> uh, this song is, uh, is actually from their fourth album. Is it not? Yeah. I think this is from me to, to the, the beat. beat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Union city blues. Tell I, wh- oh, Why did you pick union well, city blues? You know, here's the thing. I think that when people mention Blondie, you hear call me, you hear, um, dreaming, you hear for sure. Tide is high and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to go with something that I just I just like it. It's got a rawness to it. And if you've ever seen the video, this is back when they didn't make videos. And it starts out with them playing at a loading dock um, by the shore. And then at the end, they're just standing on the beach. And you get Chris Stein at one point. He's got like a plastic flower, and he's trying to jab it into the camera. It, it looks so amateurish, right, and it looks right. stupid. But I love beautiful. the song, okay. I, and the song is about hope in my and, mind. And I'm going to stop you right there because I we are half an hour into the show and we have played one song. So this That's is fabulous. Blondie with Union City Blues right here, 95.1 KYM.
from 1979. Probably there is no more post-punk song in the world <laughs> than Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. Um, Joy Division is a... a, a Manchester tra- staple. I was going to say a tragic story. They are a tragic story. Tell I'm, us about Joy Division, Danny. Well, but do it do it in, like, in, in less in than minute. five minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, jo- Joy Division... Um, Literally, they they started out pretty controversial. Their their names were going to be Warsaw and all kinds of stuff. But so they went Joy Division, which has got a grim, Nats Nazi pretty um, grim, yeah. Story. Anyhow, from Manchester, England, and this song I don't believe it appears on any of their two albums. It's a single. Uh, it was a single only, and Ian Curtis, their lead singer, that voice uh, that is unearthly. Um, it was right around the eve of their first tour mm-hmm. of the United States. He killed himself. Yep. And there's a couple stories I've heard. I know that he died by hanging. Um, there's an, it might be an urban legend, but I'm not. I, I, that he put the rope around and then stood on a block of ice and waited. That's really grim. That, that's a story. That's, that is a story. That's whatever. And I haven't looked by it up, way, but I, I by, that's the way, the, by the way, don't try that, folks. No. God, okay. no. Anyway, well, no, I mean, you, you, anyway, you, you, these days you have to. That's true. Know, anyway. But um, there's nothing glorious about that at no, all. No. Um, the band Joy Division, of course, talented musicians, and they actually probably became more of a new wave band as they a did. result because they, they formed, they reformed under the name New Order. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually saw New Order. Um, Great. Summer of 1989, it was New Order, it was Public Image Limited, and Sugar Cubes oh. featuring Bjork on their very first tour. And we actually jokingly referred to it as the Monsters of New Wave because <laughs> the prior year we saw the Monsters of Rock with Van right, Halen. Right, right. But anyhow, Joy Division is one of these massively, massively influential bands. Yeah, yeah. And you still no hear their influence in bands like the 1975 today. Yeah. Um, Unknown Pleasures as an album, phenomenal. Yep. Well worth your time. Yep. It's it's going to be a bit of a, a dark, depressing... Oh, it's a dark album. Yeah. Both, both their albums are pretty dark. So listen to it on a sunny day. Like, yeah. today would have been perfect. No, no, you listen to this in the middle of the night just when you oh, listen to no. Joy Division. Well, anyhow, that's that's Joy Division right. in a nutshell. Do some looking up. If, if that voice intrigued you at all, and it's an interesting low voice yep. that's unearthly okay so this next song we don't have to talk too much about because we've already talked about talking heads and like they're just way too smart for for any one genre um but this is uh this is their um oh my god i can't remember the name the this, album is, that this, this is from fear of music fear of music yes yeah. the, the, this, i kept wanting to say remain in light no it's from fear of music. look at least i got one right there i i got the stranger wrong but i got the name you of the talking of heads. and you picked the song so what's what's the song richard this is from 1970 no 19 i'm leaving you hanging i think 79 this is life during wartime <laughs> by the talking heads a 95.1 kymn the ooksie
1978, that was Elvis Costello and the Attractions with Pump It Up. That was off of uh, this year's model. I love that song. That's such a great song. And he, here's the thing. you had, We were going to put a different song yep. uh, by the Boomtown Rats on. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then you went, got to put this. Yeah. I'm, I'm bumping because we we did that in the Live Aid show. Yeah, we, yeah, and we, we so played, you yeah. put this in. And I went, oh, that's right. So I, I went and listened to it. And I hadn't heard. I totally forgotten about the song. I hadn't heard it for twenty years. I'm such a fan of that song. I'll tell you why. It's I'm a, a great song. There was a band out of the Twin Cities um, called the Anonymous. Um, they were actually kind of a like almost like a pickup band. Like all all the guys in the band were in other bands, mm-hmm. right? Um, but one of the guys uh, in the band had a Farfisa organ. Yeah, and they would they would uh, they God they were. An, outstanding but they would dress in like men in black suits okay and they'd wear glasses with these clip-on like plastic uh shades in front of their eyes so it like looked like someone had black like in a picture where they black out oh yeah got it they were called the anonymous i mean it was just great and they when i was um bartending at the contented cow which is i'm pointing at it it's like it's it's like just like a block (laughs) away yeah he's pointing down the street on the other side Um, of the archer house they came and played uh, a friend of mine had put a car show together and he had organized all the entertainment for that mm-hmm. night and they played it that day. And I was like, I just, it is to this day, it's one of the, the one of the best shows I've ever seen in Northfield. And Northfield's got some great music. I've seen a lot of great shows. That was amazing. And they ended the show by playing Pump It Up. And that was- Really? That was um, like, kind of like you, I'd sort of forgotten about the, the yeah. song. And it was like, you know, someone- like picking something up and just shoving it in your face going here here sometimes that's the best way to experience music especially when you find it's like an old friend that bumps into you on the street and like hey man let's go have coffee right wow fantastic right right and that's exactly what it was so that was pump it i love pump it up that's a fun fun song elvis costello for that matter you know and this is this is where we talk about punk rock and all of this where it's really the music from before punk rock what i like about it is I honestly see no difference between Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, and the Ramones. It's just a different of amphetamized, you know, it's the same well, it's the same stuff. Quite frankly, there's 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 not as much difference in my mind. There's not as much difference between Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley and the Ramones as there is between Elvis Presley and Jerry Lee Lewis and say uh Genesis. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. it's 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 that's but, but you know that Farfisa organ like, and stuff. It sounds like a 1970s, you know, like a, a Jan and Dean surfer song. Yeah, you know that that's what yeah. that's what Pump It Up sounds like to yeah. me. I was listening to it today, Actually, and I'm going, ah, I feel do, like I do, should be do, going to the beach. Do you know what Pump It Up is about? Actually, no, I don't. It's about masturbation. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, Whitney Houston's greatest love of all. Exactly. You know, exactly. Learning or, to love yourself, you know, or or that song by the Vapors that we were going to play in the show. When Great. We well, can't. that's fantastic, yeah. Rich. You've enlightened me, and now I've got a completely different view on that song. <laughs> it's still a great You're song. You're the best. Uh, <laughs> this next song is one of the ones you picked. Yes. And it's it's probably my favorite song on the list of songs that you picked. And this is not a new wave song. This well, you know a, what? This is a pop song. Man, you're getting... I was wanting to play I Confess, but you said there's no way that that is a new wave song. That's a ska song. You can't do it. Can't do it. And so I okay, well... And I went, well, what about End of the Party? Nope, that's not that. I My viewpoint on new wave I'm is pretty sure. broad. I've got a broad tent, so yeah. I Confess is as much one... 
This is Mirror in the Bathroom probably would have gone down as a new wave song. My Papa tent, and Roger my, Lago talk probably would have gone down as a new wave. I song. would call that a dub tune. Yeah, it might be. It might See, be. See, here's the thing. My tent of new wave is really, really big. This song See, is this just is, undeniable. This is, this, this is an this undeniable is, song. This it's is part, of, your, this is it's part of your problem. You just like everything. No, you want to let everybody in. Everybody. I'm, a, and I know, I'm I know, about inclusion, brother. I know that. And I, I believe that. But there, there, you know what? <laughs> Rich and I are just gesticulating wildly. Both of our arms are flying around. It's amazing that we don't catch flight In the here. interest of keeping this show moving, I'm just going to tell you that this is a fantastic pop song by the English beat called... Um, uh, save it for later off of special beat service from 1982 that's it classic record the whole thing's front to back perfect record right here on KYMN 95.1 the one
Toujours dans mon coeur. That was The Police off of 1981's Ghost of the Machine with Every Little Thing She Does is Magic. What did you just say? I said something in French. There's no French on this show. There is now. No, no, no. You didn't clear. There's no French on this show. Anyhow, All right. that was The Police. Uh, with every little thing she does is magic. Rich uh, doesn't think that's a new wave song. Nope. I think it most definitely is. That is one of these fantastic, sting, perfect compositions. It might be the very first early 80s pop song. Okay. Well, Rich, tell us about beer. <laughs> tell us something that Wait, you know. Tell me a little more. Ooh. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Actually, uh, all I'm going to say. Me, tell me a little more about uh, here. Ghost, I'm going to say hot, hot funk, cool punk. Even if it's old junk, it's still rock and roll to me. New wave, whatever. There you go. It's the next phase. New wave dance craze, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we are. yeah. That's right. what you're trying to say. And I just helped you. I just read the lyrics right off of the the and I liner and I note. just pulled the lyrics off the top of my head because I knew exactly what you were trying to say. It's right here. Next phase. New wave dance craze. Anyways. That's later on in the song, dude. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, it's still rock and roll to me. I'm gonna. He's got. Sh- he's got me all for a climb. Okay, I'm gonna talk, shock talk and amaze you in Are just you? a moment. Okay, so new beers. Okay. Now, let's talk about a subject near and dear to my heart. Imminent Brewing. As always, we want to thank uh, Imminent Brewing for sponsoring the weekly list. Thank Lauren Derek Myers for continuing to make the show possible. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Good guys are winning. The virus is soon vanquished. Summer approaches. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen. From now on, I think people should just call me Haiku Rich. It, it's, just, <laughs> it's the poet laureate of downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Of the weekly list. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Thank man. Thank you. You got even the right syllables in the right spots in the right order. The weekly haiku. <laughs> I like it. You found your calling. You don't speak French, but you know, you got your calling. I got nothing. I got nothing. Anyway, um, that's right, folks. We have a target date. Uh, it may be at least in Minnesota. I mean, we've got a target date here. Yeah. Um, by July 1st, we can start maybe wading into the waters of normalcy, at least, you know, the, at least the, the new normal. Yeah. Which, which replaces the, the COVID normal, which really did a number on the old normal. I mean, <laughs> I don't know anything that's normal anymore. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> certainly not you and me. No. So, uh, Governor Walls made an announcement last week and rolled a whole bunch of uh, stuff. I'm still just so proud of my haiku. I can't even tell yeah, you. No, it's really I know, good. I know. You read it again once it's at the end. At the end, okay, I'm going to ask okay, you to read okay. it again. Governor Walls made an announcement last week and rolled a whole bunch of stuff back. But honestly, you guys, I have to tell you that not much really is going to change at Imminent Brewing. Um, they aren't changing their hours just yet. Uh, see, Laura and Derek are, are they're pretty cautious when it comes to all this COVID stuff. And I will tell you quite honestly, uh, that is one of the things I like about working there. Um, the way they're running stuff, just, it's just not that bad. But, um, yes, it might be inconvenient that they can't seat your party of 14, but that would have been a problem even before there was yeah, a pandemic. Well. So, you know, you know. Uh, there's just things you still have to do. You have to check in at the bar and, and someone's going to seat you and, and, and you have to wear a mask. And it, what's the rule? If you're going to get up, put your mask on before you get up and walk away exactly, from the table. Please. Simple. Otherwise, the, the grumpy bear bartender might bark you, at you, growl at you. Look what happens if you say anything in French. Don't poke the bear. All That's right. So um, 
give you you have to give your contact information, and because the uh, the seating is limited, they are asking still that you enjoy yourself, but don't stay more than like an hour or hour and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, got to share. Yeah, cooperation. Sesame Street. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Who um, are the people? Sorry. Toots Thielemann. Can, can, can we get a moment for Toots, yeah, Toots Thielemann? Yeah, yeah. It was his birthday the other day. Yeah. He passed away a couple of years ago. But anyway, the, he, sorry, Toots Thielemann is the guy who played harmonica on the, the Sesame Street team. Yeah. All right. Um, now, if there isn't a spot for you to sit, you can still get beer to go. You can buy yourself a growler, just four full pints of beer. You can get a howler, which is about the size of a, a mason jar. Uh, they have great beer on tap right now. Um, and here are the beers that are about to go Ooh. away. Really? About okay. To come off taps. You ready? Three Oaks Dubel. The barrel-aged Fellwalker. And honestly, I have no idea how the barrel-aged Fellwalker has lasted this yeah, long. Yeah, because I haven't been here for like a couple weeks, yeah. and it's still yeah. there. I, I, I thought that that was like... It's like the best kept secret in all of Northfield right now. So no, what, is nobody drinking it? Well, it, you know, it's been warmer, and barrel-aged is a, oh. is a comfort beer. And in okay. fact, that's well, all, yeah. these, all these beers actually are comfort beers. Um, Quick in the Red... IPA, the Porter upon Heath, Ken, Ken River Pale Ales, all those beers that are you know a little bit heavier, a little more appropriate for cold weather, we're running out of those. So what you will find, Danny, yes, the pineapple wheat. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, it's it's a is this is this? It's I mean it's it's got all kinds of gluten in it. You're gonna be okay with that? Well. I guess I could live. Okay, all right, gluten, but it's also got it's it's also. I do uh, a lot of exercising. It's also bolstered by pineapple juice, man. I know pineapple. Yeah, it's see, pretty great. Okay, it's really good actually. Um, and as uh, soon as these other beers come off, uh, come off, we're gonna have a uh, the session mark uh, hill wheat beer, which is kind of a a a. Uh, um, a turn on the the standard question mark hill wheat beer that we've had session mark. Um, this is only four point seven percent ABV, okay. so you can drink it. You can drink more of it in a session. <laughs> so, inst- Therefore, so instead session of beer. having like a howler, you could have a whole growler of it and get about the same effect of a. I don't know. Four point seven uh, uh, alcohol by volume. Uh, please drink responsibly. <laughs> Um, well played. <laughs> I almost now, I almost deep dove on next that. Next week, something I'm really looking forward to is uh, the pre pre prohibition style Lockwood Lager. Now, honestly, I wouldn't know the difference between a pre or a post prohibition well, lager because we were not around either pre only. Well, post. we are we are around well, well, post, post because we are still post prohibition. Yes. But yeah, but I don't but we, remember I, what yeah, it was like before. Exactly. But you know, now you'll be able to sample a little bit a little bit of history. Oh. Okay, there's still the Dragon Squirrel Juicy IPA. There's the Missing Link Dark Lager, which is ridiculously good, and the Wolf Creek IPA is 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 back on tap. And there's the, the Motor Pool Pilsner and the Rumination Brown Ale, which I really really like, and the Off Leash Vienna Lager. And of course, try the Long Haul Vanderwall Nordic Strong Ale because it's the only Nordic Strong Ale in the universe. <laughs> How could you deny yourself? I, that I mean, kind seriously, of a, yeah, and exactly. you better grab some before it's gone. Yeah, well, Cause eventually it will. And it then will. there will be no more Nordic strong ale anywhere in the universe. In Imagine our, what's going, who knows what could happen. Our, I mean, the world becomes unbalanced on something. Our like dear that. friend, Stefan Vanderwall made this beer and Steph, uh, Steph's wife is, uh, I just found out, is, is pregnant. Really? So, you know, buy a beer for Steph. Yes, yeah, there and, you go. And also say a prayer okay. for him because he's going to have three daughters. <gasps> the food this week, uh, it's uh, Deep Roots Concessions on Friday night, the Brick Oven Pizza Bus on Saturday, mm. and my friends with Russell's Traveling Kitchen are on Sunday. So, things are loosening up. It's a good weekend. Again. And uh, if we all behave and we all follow the rules, it's... <laughs> 
please just you know, we're almost there go get vaccinated also please. yeah yeah okay uh it's only gonna get better from here imminent is open thursdays and fridays four to eight um saturdays and sundays from two to eight so, uh no sorry saturdays from two to eight and sundays from two to seven as always all the information you need can be found on the imminent brewing website at imminentbrewing.com cool read read the haiku one more time i just want to hear it one more time nice good guys are winning the virus is soon vanquished summer approaches ladies and gentlemen there's only one and thank god for that rich larson (laughs) (laughs) the the haiku master (laughs) haiku rich (laughs) haiku rich there is only one (laughs) and i'm telling you that's probably (laughs) that's enough yeah anyway um you ever been to Idaho? Uh, I, I actually, I think that I have probably. I, I've hit all 48. I haven't been to Hawaii or Alaska. Okay, well, that's weird that to, to me that you haven't been to Hawaii. But I, cause I, I know. Because you're a, you're a sun-worshipping type of yeah, person. Yeah, anyway, one day. Um, you know who else had never been to Idaho until like very, very recently? Uh, Fred Schneider, the B fifty twos. Really, they hadn't. This is such a great song. It's, I was so psyched that you played this. Oh god, this is this is one of. The, I mean, this is this is another one of those songs that I. I uh, this is the reason we're doing this show. Uh, well, just so it, we can here, play here's the thing, Rich. There's a guy that I really like named Rod, Rob Bell. Okay, who's a, he's fantastic theologian. He just put out um, an album with a band, and the band is called Humans on the Floor. He Rob Bell, who is this. Among people who study like theology and stuff like that, he got excommunicated from his church for some of these wild ideas. I really like him. I agree with him. He's got a great book called um, Love Wins. Anyhow, he sounds exactly like Fred Schneider. So, <laughs> so I, I kept hearing this, and I kept thinking about Rob Bell and his band Humans on the Floor. So that's hilarious. Anyhow, I, Fred Schneider is a is a is, is a, you want to talk about? There's only one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, he he is a uh, a character. He's one of the great characters in all of rock and roll. Oh yeah, so, uh, in fronting the uh, the first great uh, first great band that I think anyone heard of from Athens, from, Georgia. Yeah, uh, this is the B fifty twos with Private Idaho, nineteen seventy eight, ninety five point one KYMN, the one. <laughs>
taken some time One thing leads to another I know Was a time I wanted you for mine Nobody knew You arrived like a day And passed like a cloud I made a wish I said it out loud I'd like to know, but why should I? Who are you then? Who are you now? Well, come and labor by night, by day highbrow. I get my room, I wonder that I sit on the bed, look at the sky, up in the sky. Tenders. Chrissy Hind. Chrissy Hind, I I I I think we, we earlier in the show we anointed Debbie Harry's the the queen of, of, of New Wave, but Chrissy Hind is 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 She's is, awesome. Oh my god. She's from Ohio. From Ohio, but living in London and, yep. and married to a, a series of British rock stars. Mm-hmm. Um She's married to Jim Care for a while, right? Jim Care from, from, so, and, and before that she was married to Ray Davis from That's uh, right. from the the Kinks. And uh a serious woman, a very, very serious, a very serious woman. Yes, uh, but a phenomenal songwriter. Yes, a great, uh, great guitar player, great, uh, great singer. I love Chrissy Hind. I love the Pretenders. That is from Pretenders Two, right? Which and is maybe, maybe where the band peaked because then, well, because that was the thing in that band. That's the classic lineup. You've got Cl- Chrissy Hind. You've got Martin Chambers on, on drums. drums. Peter, uh, Pete Farndon on bass, and, and you got James Honeyman yeah. Scott on guitar, mm-hmm. and. After that second album was recorded, both Honeymoon Scott and um, Farndon. Farndon died. Yeah. And I think there was both drug overdoses. I think uh, James Honeymoon Scott was killed in a car accident. That's right. And it was Farndon that I think was a heroin overdose. Yes. Um, and the Pretenders were essentially done by that point. It was just Chrissy Hind and Martin Chambers on right, drums. Right. You know, well, wow. Yeah. And, you know, cause Actually, Martin Chambers, though, brings an attitude. He does. He, yeah. dr- he does bring an attitude. But then they got Robbie McIntosh, yep. uh, who later went on to Paul McCartney's yeah, band. Yeah. 
but that's where they put together the uh, Back on the Chain Gang. And the, it was the, the Learning to Crawl album. The Learning to Crawl album. album. But that yeah. song, Back on the Chain Gang, yeah. was kind of a opportunity to resurrect them. I actually think, because that, that actually, and it was that a, song it was, was that a bigger song. hit. Oh, it was. It was the, the, I think, that really established them with a lot song, of people that, that never knew them. That song was their biggest hit because yeah. part of that was because um, the music industry was much healthier in 1983 than it had yes. been in 1981 or 1980 when they their first album came out. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, the video was all over MTV. True, yeah. true. When which is also MTV was part of the reason the music industry was was healthier in 1983. Yeah. Anyway. That, I picked that song just because I love it. I, I just, just, I, I just, I'm so glad you that, picked it. That it's song such a great is song. so fresh to me. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's got the old classic. It's got classic rock sensibilities, but it's not. You'd never call that classic no, rock. No, never. it's got the sensibility of that. Yeah, I got a guitar, and look, it makes a lot of noise. It jangles. It jangles. Yes, and it has attitude. Yes, it does. I love that. Yes, it does, and a whole lot of mascara, and I love oh, it. Yeah, love it. Anyway, um. What do you want to say about Devo? There is um, be- there there was okay. The parameters on this show were this: <laughs> got to be recorded somewhere between 1978 and 1982, except if you pick a Devo song, then it could be from anywhere. Because there's just never been the, the the most new wave band of them all was Devo, right? D Evolution, the Spud Boys, Are We Not Men, also from Ohio, also from Ohio, Mark Mothersbaugh, yeah. another was another. It I think it was Akron. Oh, is that right? I think so. I got a friend that lives pretty close to Akron. Pretty That's close to cool. Akron. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, strange, Mark strange, strange state to have such a wild band come from. Yeah. Because you want to talk about Middle America? Well, that's Ohio. Ohio is a microcosm of the whole country. <laughs> it it kind of yeah. is. It. I think it's one of the test number one test markets in the. Yeah. In well, the yeah. I, I as a poli- as a political junkie, I can tell you that that. Uh, as Ohio goes, so goes the rest of the country. That's, generally, nah, I can see that. Yeah, but anyhow, I I like this song. There, there's so many. I went back and forth, and I listened to a bunch of Devo, and I thought about playing Jerkin' Back and Forth because that's got that. And and I thought about working in the coal mine. Just it's a great cover. And, and then the I went off. I think this is from their first record. The question: Are we not are, men? Are we not Answer: men? We are Devo. We, yes. And the reason that I liked it is that New Wave and punk was a reaction to classic rock. Mm-hmm. There is no more classic rock, old school, than the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Right. So when you have the Devo people <laughs> completely redo that... What did they do to it? They deconstructed they it. They deconstructed yes. it, and... You don't even... The most famous part of that is Keith Richards' riff, that na 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 it's not even there until the very end. It kind of gets a passing yeah, phase, but it's yeah. not played exact. Yeah. It's just a, oh, yeah. you know, it's just kind of a little riff, and then that whole baby, 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 yeah, baby, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, just like, it's, it's 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 just it's 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 the essence of Devo. Is it is, it, it, and it, I yeah. like the fact that they took something and they recast it, and that's what new wave, and that's what punk was supposed to do. It takes the music that you kind of know, and it completely recasts it in an entirely new way, right. and it becomes something different. Yeah. It's the same song, but it's not the same song. Right. right. Okay, we got we got to stop because we're agreeing way yes, too much this on is, this. <laughs> hey, it's now kumbaya time know, here on the, uh, <laughs> the Danny, divergence. Danny opinions. and I are gonna hold hands and uh, <laughs> braid each other's hair. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, "Can't Get No Satisfaction" by Devo on ninety five point one KYMN. Yuxi.
public gets what the public wants and uh, this personal public wanted to do a new wave show so i could play going underground by the jam i love that song i love that band god bless paul weller exactly and that the album is setting sun yeah setting suns yeah um, it is setting suns you're right about yeah. that um that was from 1982 mm-hmm. uh that was their first number one song in england jam never the jam never really became america's america. like well I don't. I put jam on bread. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, most Americans know of Paul Weller because of the Style Council. Correct. You know, shout to the top, yeah. and you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, jam were a very, very important band oh, in the UK. Really, were, really important. They were big in the UK. And, was and, the and, Mod Father is Paul Weller. Yeah, Paul I think Weller, that's they call him the Mod Father Mod because Father. he the Jam set off that Mod. Uh, uh, well, the jam didn't set off. The, no, because that's really the who. Well, the, yeah, the 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 uh, Quadrophenia movie yeah. really set off the the mod revival. But uh, um, you were just telling me uh, uh, off air that <laughs> you bought uh, Paul Weller's um, Brit Pop album. And yeah, I just kinda and went, a, they're all. Uh, so I just I just went, so you bought a Paul Weller album. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, St- Stanley Road, and and I think it was Paul Weller. It, it, 
Paul Weller invented Britpop. He invented Britpop. Trying. Yeah. And it was you remember that period in like the the nineties? I think I was over in the UK in ninety four, uh, Christmas Eve, uh, okay. New Year's uh, ninety four, ninety five, right when Britpop was exploding yes. and it hadn't hit America. Yeah, yeah. And I came back with Oasis yeah. and yeah. Blur and all this stuff, and I'm like, rich, 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 rich. You know, what I'm free. Yeah. This guy's. And I, so I bought literally everything that I could get my hands on, and I read Q magazine from cover to cover, and Melody Maker and NME even more than I normally did. Um, but Paul Weller put out this album called Stanley Road that's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Um, I need to find that. It's it's lost. It's someplace in my house. Okay. Anyway. Well, like again with the Prince Crystal Ball album, that got lost too. So it's probably sitting there with that. If I find Stanley Road, I'll find Crystal Ball. I guess. Did you find that CD yet, Danny? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Pat just slayed me on oh, that. I've hilarious. never been sold out so hard. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, um, okay, so folks, that's going to just about do it for this here edition of the Weekly List. If you like the show, you know what, let's just talk about this. We're podcasting now. The, KY, the KYMN radio podcast can be found on Apple, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and Google. Google on, Music. On, on the Google thing? On the Google. On the Google later? <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> Google later. On the Google uh, <laughs> And And uh, you can, if you want to have the, the weekly list just sent directly to you as soon as it's available, uh, you can just go and subscribe. So, so you mean I can literally be the lazy sod that I am and just let it float directly to my phone and. Just let your love flow like a mountain stream and, and, and soak up the weekly list. Wow, it's kind of like okay. All right, I I I don't have anything clever or witty to say. I just I'm just being observant. So podcast <laughs> us. If 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 you do like the show though, you want to hear more, you can go to our website kymnradio.net. Uh, find our program page. Uh, I've got all of the old shows archived on that program page. Uh, you can also uh, you know just find us on Facebook under the weekly list. And I post, Clever. yeah, thank you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I post a, uh, I post a new show, the, the new show every Friday morning. Um, and while you're on Facebook, go find the KYMN Facebook page and like us too, because we work real hard around here and we're doing the best we can for all you people in, uh, in Rice County. And, uh, well, you work really hard. I just come show up and screw around for a couple hours every by Wednesday. By we, I pretty much mean me and Jeff Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was fishing for a compliment there. You work hard, Danny. Just not for KYMN. Oh, okay. You work hard for that convenience store place. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you do. You work really hard, yeah. actually. Um, and then uh, you, you're a good boy. You're a good boy, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah. And as long as you're on Facebook... Go check out the Imminent Brewing Facebook page as well uh, because you want to know what's going on at Imminent Brewing, and they're really good at keeping up their Facebook page. Yeah, well, oh, here's the thing. I do have to – at some point, we're going to have to talk about my show because I got that new show. I got to – Yeah, we are going to have to We're going to have to figure that. out a time when that's going to premiere because uh, I'm way tardy what, over what, what is the What is the name of your coming show? Tomorrow's list. Yeah, and there are some production delays on tomorrow's list for for uh, obvious um, reasons because they gave me stuff. Computer, you told me to do stuff, and I I kind of did it, but I kind of need help. Yeah, Rich, well, I need help. Okay. Um, we got to talk about that off here because I can't help you on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, anyway so right, well. so uh, once again, the tomorrow's list might be delayed until maybe 
June. June. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you are you are going to do yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And tell the, us a little bit about well, it's list. it's basically going to be. Rich stopped listening to music in '96. I never stopped. Um, so wait, wait, you just said I stopped listening to well, music. You, you in listened to new music. I stopped listening. Yeah, it's not true. Well, it's not entirely but it kind true. Of but feels it kind, that way. it kind of feels yeah. that way because I'll be like, "Hey, man, Radiohead." No, no. Okay, the 1975. Uh, no, no. How about London Grammar? <laughs> no, I haven't heard them. Yeah, yeah, maybe, and, but I don't know. You know, so and I went. Well, here's an opportunity. I know that I'm not going to get that stuff on this show because you've already set the parameters, as you've already said, and you get the parameters in the haiku. I don't have a haiku. I, you know, I, I, I got to do my own thing, man. This is you. You are very graciously uh, collaborating with me on my show, right? Of the weekly list. Tomorrow's list is your show. You can do whatever the hell you want on that. I know, and yeah. you see, and then yeah. he's like, "I I know Rich is sitting there looking at me like you're gonna hang, buddy. You're no, gonna hang no, on no, your no, own, no, hoist no, no. on this your is own." Gonna, I, no, no, this is gonna be a good show. It's, it, it's gonna take me a little bit of time to get it. <laughs> really, what you? I gotta read, find my own voice on it. You you really just sort of have to get up to speed on the technical stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, all. That's, so, that's all it is. I'm kind of putting that together. I, I do have a couple episodes in the can. They need to be kind of cleaned up a yeah, little do. bit. Yeah. Um, but once I get like a good three or four that are down, then we're going to schedule them and we're going to put them out there. And I've got a beautiful logo and all that kind yeah, of stuff do. that's, that's cool. designed. And I just absolutely love it. Uh, and so all that stuff is going to be debuting and premiering. And we will mention it oh, saying, yeah. oh, hey, you know, this is weekly list is airing on Thursday. But next Monday night. There my, you go. My hope is to actually, uh, uh, like the Friday before the show premieres, mm-hmm. I want to get you scheduled for an interview on the morning show. Like, oh. have, have you call in and let, let's uh, let Jeff talk to you about uh, <laughs> Jeff is a great guy. Yeah, a I guy. really yeah, like him. Yeah, we really do like Jeff. Yeah, he's fantastic. Jeff, Jeff may have been the best part of the uh, the farewell show. Yes, that was. <laughs> he was Especially the censored part. <laughs> <laughs> Someday when I write my book, you guys will all read that story. Um, so we started off with the cars. We're gonna right, end let's with, go. We're going to end with the end. Let's let's end. We're going to end with cars <laughs> by Gary Newman. If Devo is like the most new wave band there ever was, this song might be the most new wave song. I can agree with you on that. And yeah. at the same time, if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube. Nine Inch Nails does this song with yes. him, and it's a yes. phenomenal. Yes. It's, it's an it's, unbelievably it's, good it's, performance. It's this song on steroids. It is. It, but, but, but we can't really... You've got to disagree with me on this. I mean, that's been the whole theme of this I, show. Is I that, love Gary Newman, and I love the I love Cars. You know who hated Gary Newman? Who? David Bowie. Or at least, at least at first. Really? Yeah. And it, like when Gary Newman. I, it seems the influence is so dramatic. Exactly. And, and Bowie saw him as an upstart coming after his, uh, after, after his oh, stuff, man. Yeah. Please. They, they, they were actually worked together later on, but at first, yeah. Anyway, um, this has been the Rich and Dan <laughs> tried to define New Wave and don't agree on much of it. Uh, no, show. not at all. And so. uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, weekly, is, the weekly, the weekly tangent, the weekly, the weekly haiku. This is uh, from 1979, 1980. I, I want to say it's 80. Okay, I'll go with 80. Yeah. This is Gary Newman with Cars. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, catch you later. Bye. Talk to you guys again next week. Peace.
95.1, the one station where you won't hear the same songs hour after hour. Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Take us with you anywhere and download the TuneIn app for your computer or smartphone and listen to us live whenever and wherever you want. Thank you.